in leadership, and if you are a leader and you're listening to this, why it's important to understand the difference between authority and power and responsibility and why you can't have one without the other. So if you're a business owner, CEO of your business, or you're someone who is a leader in a business, definitely you're going to want to listen to this till the end because I'm going to give you some tips and things that you can do to really turn things around. Welcome to the C-Suite Mentor, the place where you will learn the tools, strategies, and mindset to scale your business sustainably and build a lasting legacy. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. As a fellow CEO, I understand what it takes to scale a business to seven and multiple eight figures. It's not necessarily what you might think. It requires a complete shift in how you think, strategize, and execute key actions in your business. My mission is to help CEOs step back into the driver's seat of their business by optimizing their operations, empowering their team, and staying in total alignment with their big vision. So are you ready to exchange everything that hasn't worked for strategies that will? You're in the right place. So let's go. Well, hello and welcome back to, I almost said the Teresa Cantley show. Oh my gosh, that's not the name of the show. (laughs) This is the C-Suite Mentor Podcast. Oh my, maybe it should be called the Teresa Cantley show. Hmm. Now we'll leave it the C-Suite Mentor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I want to put a question out there, and if you're listening, I want you to really think about this because this is what we're going to talk about today. Are power and authority the same? Are power and authority the same? A lot of people think so, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to break it down for you, the differences between the two, how they really need to work together. I'm going to throw in there something else for you, which is responsibility and how those three things when working together are super, 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 can lead to really, really great impact and give you some examples of some different scenarios in case you're experiencing this in your business, okay, in case you're experiencing one of these things, and then also what you can do to really make sure that you're getting power, authority, and responsibility to work together in a very positive sense as you move through this next year, as you're planning for the next year, um, and even beyond. And it's important to understand this in leadership, especially in the new era of leadership. Because I think long ago, back in the day, you know, you worked your way up to a manager level, you became a manager, and you just told people what to do. And I see it, examples of it kind of all over the place from all over in different industries, whether it is a restaurant industry, a retail industry, just different, you know, professional industries, people I've dealt with where they think that being a leader and being a manager is just telling people what to do, just doling out tasks, telling people what to do, sitting back and not necessarily holding themselves accountable for things, and also not necessarily doing the work. And that's why there is a misconception that we empower our same thing. And this is a topic, I was talking about my team, I was talking about this topic with my team a little while ago, and I was actually experiencing something myself with a client of mine. 
And I was just kind of talking through the situation and talking about why it was an issue and explaining to them the difference between authority and power. And they were unanimously, they were like, you need to do an episode on this because uh, it is something really important and something that a lot of businesses, you know, when we had the shutdown, when we had the pandemic, everybody was functioning one way. People were pitching in, people were doing things. And then we started to get out of that and people started going back to and trying to use an old playbook, going back to those old ways. And if you've listened to this podcast for some time, you know, I work with brick and mortar businesses. I work with online businesses as well. And I've talked extensively about how the pandemic really exposed various industries for their terrible business practices and terrible people practices, how they were taking advantage of people, how they were taking advantage of the system. And it really exposed those industries to make some big changes. And the people that made those big changes are the ones that are going to really not just survive, but thrive. And those that don't are the ones that, if not, if they haven't already, are going to be the ones that are going to close their doors. And this goes kind of across the board from small brick and mortar businesses and even into corporate. Some of the practices that have happened in corporate America with management and employees led to, and this goes into this whole thing we're going to talk about today, authority versus power versus responsibility. But, you know, it really led to the whole quiet quitting and expecting people to do more, expecting people to go to go above and beyond, not paying them more, and I think beyond that, really not treating them any better. Um, in fact, treating them worse. And I think the whole quiet quitting thing happened. And one of the big things that people were saying is just their quality of life. You know, you're you drive an hour to work, you work nine, eight, nine hours, they expect you to do more. You drive an hour home from work, you know, you spend your majority of your time in the office, and they don't necessarily want to pay you more. So I wanted to talk about this topic because I think it's important. There's a lot of different things that I'm seeing as a business expert. Like I said, from a business owner standpoint, I am seeing a lot of businesses um, trying to use an old playbook in the new era. And I'm also seeing employees who, you know, some people, you know, are just frustrated and they want, like I said, a better quality of life. They work very hard. They care about what they do and they just don't get treated um, treated very well. They don't get treated with respect and their work is not honored. On the flip side of that, we also have, I'm also seeing a trend where, and I talk to my clients pretty much every week about this. And I've seen it even going through the holiday season, shopping, going to places and dining, and just kind of witnessing what's happening. And it's this whole thing of people just don't really give a crap. They don't really give a crap about what they're doing. They don't give a crap about their performance. They don't really give a crap about the customer. They don't care about having a great customer experience. And the sad part is, is that those are the people that a lot of businesses are keeping and the people who are really valuable are the ones potentially that are being let go for one reason or another. Um, well, that's a whole other episode, but it's, again, I think, and, and why I wanted to talk about this is to just really understand in leadership, and if you are a leader and you're listening to this, 
why it's important to understand the difference between authority and power and responsibility and why you can't have one without the other. So if you're a business owner, CEO of your business, or you're someone who is a leader in a business, definitely you're going to want to listen to this till the end because I'm going to give you some tips and things that you can do to really turn things around. Because I think that going into 2024 and beyond, if you are one of those people that does care, you are one of those people that really does want to make a difference, wants to hire really good people, you want your business to really stand out, then you definitely need to bring yourself into this new era of leadership and business, understand the differences between these three things, really understand where your responsibility is as a CEO and how you can empower your team and what you can do moving forward. So let's start with, and I'm going to give you some examples. These are examples that they're nothing I read about. They're everything that I have experienced myself, either with clients that I've worked with over the years, or even my own experiences working for people. So let's start with the first thing is that what is power? And I'm just going to give you like a brief definition of it. Um, I like to look at it like power is influence. Okay. You could argue that there's some differences between them, but I want to just, you know, for this topic's sake, think of it like your ability to influence others. So power is the ability or potential for an individual to influence others and control their behavior. So to influence people to do their work better or to influence people to slack off and not take responsibility for things. So when, um, and if you've ever taken the DISC profile, which is a behavior profile, helps businesses to see how you can manage somebody better how you can be a better leader, how you handle situations, how you react to feedback, you know, all that fun stuff. So each letter stands for something. I is influential. Typically, influential people are people who can, they're influencers. They're people who can relate to people. They like to talk to people. They can be very empathetic, okay? So you can see if you are someone who has a high eye, like we used to say, you're an influential person and potentially you can get people to act and do stuff. You can get people to really step into their role or step into their job, do their job better. Like I said, if it's used in a negative sense, that's when people can be influencers in a negative fashion and really rally people around them for support in something negative. And I've seen this as well. People who are very dramatic can be really good influencers and really get people to support their negative cause. So that is power, all right? So it is the ability or the potential for for an individual to influence others and control their behavior, okay? High I. Authority. Authority is actually when you have the formal right to give commands or make decisions in a company, a business setting, or really anything, okay? So you can see how power is the ability to influence, all right? The ability to control other, and I don't want to say control, um, because if you believe what I believe, you don't have any control over anyone else's actions, 
but you have the ability to influence people. You have the ability to lead people, all right? Authority is actually having the formal right to make decisions. Now, in a specific setting, I have seen business owners make the mistake where they give one without the other. I've also seen people make false interpretations where they think they have one or the other. But you can see how the two need to work together. You need to have the ability to influence others, to understand others, to be empathetic to others. And you also need to have the authority to make decisions for the betterment of the business. And I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to give you some examples where this is not seen in a positive light or people haven't reacted in a positive light when they've had power and authority. Responsibility. So let's talk about this for a second. Responsibility, in my mind, is taking ownership for the work that you do, how you show up to other people so that you can be a better leader or you can be, you know, just be a better, a better person, a better employee, a better friend. Taking responsibility for your actions, for things that you do, taking ownership of that and saying, I'm going to own this until I kind of move through it. Now, I like to tell people that you need to have all three. If you can have all three in a leader, if you can be all three in a leader, or if you are empowering your leadership team, you want them to have all three in the positive sense of it. If you don't have all three, something always tends to kind of fall by the wayside. And again, I've seen examples of this, multiple examples of this. So let's go over this again. Power is the ability or potential for an individual to influence others and their behavior, their actions. Authority is the formal right to give commands or direction or make decisions. And responsibility is the ability for someone to take ownership of their actions, their reactions in different situations or in a business setting. So again, you can have combinations of these things and have them. And again, if you have combinations of them, they can show up positive. If I can use my words right, they can, they can show up very positive or they can show up not so positive. And if they're not showing up positive, it can then start to impact the culture in a negative way. And when you have someone in a leadership position and they don't understand truly what these things mean, it starts to create a dysfunctional culture. And it just, and I want you to remember this, a, dif- a dysfunctional culture will trump and completely destroy a, an amazing strategy and a strong vision any day, anytime, any day, time and time again. So understanding, especially if you're promoting new managers, if you're taking somebody from an operator to a manager, understanding the differences between these and when something starts to go negative and how to correct it is super, super important. And again, not having the understanding this or using it in a negative way, using your power in a negative way, your authority in a negative way, is what has led to a lot of the downturn of 
businesses. And really a lot of the problems that we have um, that we've experienced over the past several years, and we really need to start correcting it. And like I said, I've seen employees and I've seen managers too. It's really, really sad across multiple industries where they just don't give a crap anymore. They just don't care. And it shows they either use their authority in a negative way or they use their power in a negative way. And it just has this trickle-down effect. And again, a dysfunctional culture, which is what this ends up leading to if you don't correct it, a dysfunctional culture will completely destroy and trump any best-built strategy and any super strong vision. So let's talk about number one, and I'm going to give you some different scenarios. So when someone has power and they have authority, but they don't take responsibility for their actions, okay? This is where things start to go wrong. So years ago, I used to work with a manager and he was actually an owner of, part owner of the one business I worked for and he managed salespeople. And it was back in the day when we had just deployed iPads to all of the salespeople and there was a tracking software on the iPads. And he got it in his head. The tracking software was designed to make sure that nobody loaded apps that we didn't need for the business to keep the iPad safe and to also set up some additional tracking on it to help with sales progress, to help with, we had a CRM system on it. So there were other reasons why we had this tracking software on there. It's called a mobile device manager. We had it, many reasons why we had, we put it on the devices. It made just deployment of apps and software. And, you know, if somebody left the company, it just made it a lot easier. But mobile device managers, you can also track people's actions, where they're going, you know, where they've been, how long they're working, like all kinds of stuff. So this one leader, I'm going to call him a leader, not a manager. This one leader, and he was actually a vice president, got it in his head that, number one, he had the authority because he was a vice president and he was a leader. He also had the power to influence people. He influenced the president of the company as well as the other vice presidents and leaders in the organization that it was okay to spy on salespeople. So he would sit for hours on end every single day and watch where these people were and track them. And it was just, I mean, it was, you can see even me recanting the story, which I haven't talked about it in a really long time, insane. And the one day I said, this isn't right. We shouldn't be doing this anymore. You know, like this is just all wrong. And basically what it led to is he, I got in big time trouble from him because I said it was wrong and stood up and said, this is a misuse of authority and power. And what it ended up coming down to with the president, where it was him versus me, and actually my best friend was on my side and stood up for me. But what it came down to is he was not willing to take responsibility for his actions. So when everything came out as far as what he was doing, how he was tracking people, how he was watching people, and how he was abusing this piece of software, 
He was also not willing to take responsibility for his actions. So what happened? It got brushed underneath the carpet. And what happened? What else happened? So people found out about it. And of course, you can see the culture in the organization started to decline. I mean, it was already declining, truth be told, but it started to decline even more because when asked about it, he was not willing to say, yes, I did it, it was wrong, you know, and take ownership of what he did. Instead, we went on to the next thing. So you can see how using your power and authority for negative misuse of it and then not taking responsibility, how, again, that can lead to a, that was a very, very dysfunctional culture. But again, being someone that stood up for what was right, and at one point, a little truth about the story too, is he wanted me to fix his phone because he, and this was kind of how the explosion happened. He wanted me to fix his phone because he couldn't get the, mobile, the MDM on his phone anymore. And I told him I wouldn't fix it. And he threw the phone at me. (laughs) So that was what led to the explosion. But you can see how, again, after that situation, it was, and it was several years before I left, but you can see how dissension started to happen or people started to get really disgruntled, particularly the entire sales force, because they started to find out about it. Not from me, but from other people the other vice presidents, you know, saying like, this is what was happening. Okay. So that's where power and authority is misused, but also responsibility is not found again, which equals a dysfunctional culture. Another situation is where you have the power, you are given responsibility. So you have the power to influence people positively you've been given the responsibility to, or you're expected to take responsibility for certain things, and you take the responsibility for making something happen or, or doing something or you know, trying to impact change, but you're not given the authority as far as you're able to physically make the final decision on something. So you have the power to influence people and people are willing to follow you. People see what you're doing. You have empathy. You are willing to take responsibility and you do take responsibility for what's happening. But when it comes time to making the final decision, you don't have the authority. And this is something that I've actually experienced myself. Being a leader in an organization and being very much a people person, having a really good connection and really good communication with um, staff that either reported to me or didn't report to me. And so I, so the power was positive, okay? Being, being able to influence people and taking responsibility, saying, wow, this is the vision and this is what we need to do. And here's my part in it. And I'm gonna take responsibility for this, but you don't have to make the final decisions. You don't have the authority to say, no person, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and that's wrong and that's going against the vision. And I'm telling you that, you know, whatever, like making the decision about what needs to happen or this, this system isn't working or this process isn't working and we're going to change it. You don't have the authority to do that. And I've actually experienced that myself. And 
What ended up happening, which made it dysfunctional, is I became extremely frustrated and it led to burnout because I was doing all of these things and taking responsibility for stuff that I had no authority to make change happen. And people were following me and saying, hey, I know you can help us and you have helped us and this is great. And it's like, I don't have the authority to make change happen, positive change that needs to happen. So you can see I was frustrated, but then also people start to see that around you and it starts to, things start to become dysfunctional. So the third thing is (laughs) you have the authority to make decisions, but you don't have the power to influence people, although you think you do, because you're, you're very negative. You're very negative. You don't look out for the best in people. So people don't necessarily want to follow you. They don't want to follow what you have to say. And you're also, you come across as being a dictator, where it's, this is my way or the highway. I have the ability to make the decisions. And you don't have the power, you think you have power, but you don't because people see the negative impact that it has on the organization and that you don't care what people, how people feel. You don't care how it's going to impact them. You're basically like, it's my way of the highway. I had a client who had a manager, someone who ran their business, and this is exactly how she was where she was, this is my way of the highway. I don't want to hear it anymore. This is exactly what's going to happen. And she was definitely one that mixed, thought that authority and power were the same thing. She believed that I am the head of this organization. I am running this business. And therefore, I don't need to ask anybody. I don't need to talk to anybody. I don't need to care what anybody thinks. I am just going to make the decisions and that's going to be it. But unfortunately, what happened was because she didn't have the power of influence, she couldn't influence people to do things, and she also didn't want to take responsibility for her actions and how she was showing up as a leader in the organization, people started to quit. People were quitting because of her. People wouldn't even want to come work there because of her because it started to trickle out outside of the organization, and people were like, there's no way I'm going to go work there because so-and-so is actually like, they run the business, there's no way. And when she was confronted with it by the owner, again, not wanting to take responsibility for her actions and actually blaming everybody else outside of her for things where it was very, very clear that she was the one that was actually causing stuff to happen. Again, leading to a dysfunctional culture. And you can see in each one of these situations that I've given you, I'm going to give you a positive one now, but you can see in each one of these situations how it can quickly, when you confuse authority and power and responsibility is not there, you can see how things start to break down and how things start to get super dysfunctional. So the last example that I'm going to give is when you have all three and when they all work together in in harmony. So you have the authority to make decisions. You're able to influence people. You have the power to get people to do things, to get people to step up. And you also take responsibility for your actions and how you're showing up. 
And I have a client actually right now who has a leader in his business who is a huge people person. People gravitate towards him. He does have the authority to make decisions and he is learning actually to step into that authority and say, you know, yes, we need to make this decision because it's what's best for the business. And, you know, I will hear what everybody has to say, but ultimately like I need to, I need to do what's best. And so he's really stepping into that. He also, like I said, has the ability to influence people positively to get them to want to work, to get them to step up and do things to help the business as well as benefit them. So this is where, and he, like I said, he takes responsibility for his actions. If he doesn't show up a certain way, he knows it and he recognizes it and he will be fully transparent with it. And again, when he started to do that or when he was put into this role, the culture started to shift because it was, everything was in alignment. Everything was in flow. People felt valued. They felt like they were heard and respected and everything started to move forward. So you can see these different examples and why authority and power are not the same thing how they can be misused, but also how they can be when they work together in synchronicity, how things can really flow and how everyone can get elevated in a culture. So these people, like I said, there's a lot of people that are just walking around. They just don't give a shit. They don't give a crap what they're doing, how they're doing it, how they're treating people, customer service that they provide, the the quality of things that they provide, the quality of service they provide, And I'm talking even people that I've worked with over this past year, mentors of mine that I've worked with, programs that I took, people that I was that I was exposed to on a high level, you know, just don't really care about the person that they're serving. And you can see how that ends up becoming destructive to really society, but also within a bit within an organization, how it just really starts to become destructive to the organization. So three things three things. And we're not going to do that because if you're listening to this podcast, you are not one of those people. And going into 2024, you are going to show up with passion, with empathy. You want to connect with people, communicate, and just really go all in on, you know, really, really letting your light shine. So three things that I can tell you that you can start doing to really get the authority and power and responsibility thing connected is number one, really understand what it is that you do and why you do it. And then from there, communicating it out to everybody that works in your organization. Um, What you can also do with this is, and this goes into number two, is um, developing your people and really making sure that they understand the vision and mission, but also they understand the accountability chart. They understand who is in charge of what, when, where, you know, and really it's one of the processes that you develop, the accountability. So everybody fully understands that and knows who they can go to, to ask questions or to work through situations. The other thing that goes along with that is also setting healthy boundaries, making sure that you have healthy boundaries set up where you're spending time you know, talking to your staff. And if you did my 12 days of insights that I did on LinkedIn, one of the things that I said was, you know, with this whole thing with AI, using AI 
to help you to come to resolutions on things faster, to come up with solutions for things faster, but also to free up your time so you can spend time connecting with your employees, building new things, coming up with new ideas, innovating, because that's no technology is ever going to replace that. So giving yourself that space to really connect with your team, giving people the ability to see what the accountability chart looks like um, so they understand who has the authority, but also developing your people, getting them to be better leaders by getting them to understand people more. No matter what business you're in, you're in the business of people. You're in the business of connections. So you really need to, if you're going to do anything in 2024, is really up-level your skill, your people skills, and really learning how to connect with people on a better level, on a deeper level. And number three, the last thing I'm going to say is make sure that you have clear communication with everyone on your team. Clear communication across the board. When you are a CEO, if you've been an operator in your business, like when you first started your business, you were the operator, then you became the manager or the technician, then you become the CEO. You want to make sure that each step along the way that you've really focused on developing your leadership team to be really good leaders and do things the way that you want them done, not to be dictators, (laughs) Not to be dictators and just telling people what to do, but really holding that space for them to really step into their highest level of work that really ties into the highest level of work that your business is going to do. Because that's how we make things better in society. So I hope that this episode helped you. I hope it cleared up some of the misconceptions of authority versus power, why they're different why they, they need to work together, and how responsibility fits in as well. And if you're looking for more information on, you know, maybe you're saying, I really need to do things in my organization to start to improve how we do stuff, to really start to improve the culture. But I think I also need some help to really step into being that visionary and develop those next level leaders that will help to carry that vision out. Let's jump on a call. Let me see how I can help you. Let's just have, you know, a short call, 15-minute call. We can dig into maybe what, you know, really where the problem spots are, help you to find where those blind spots are, and then also start to get you rolling in the right direction. You can go to TeresaCantley.com forward slash virtual coffee and book a quick chat with me and let's see if we can get you on the right track. But until next week, until next time, have a great rest of your week and make sure you lo- you really kind of dig into what's going on in the culture in your business because culture is the most important thing that leads to intentional success. So have a great rest of your week and I will see you soon. Hey there, thank you so much for listening. If you found value on the show, please follow the podcast so you never ever miss an episode. And I would love, love, love if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for me. Even better, share the show with a fellow business owner ready to step fully into their CEO leadership role. Because right now more than ever, the world really needs next level leaders. And by the way, did you know you can text me all your questions and get real-time feedback? You absolutely can. 
Just text the word CEO to me at 610-215-2838 to get connected. One last goodie for you before I go. If you're ready to scale your business and have a co-creator working right by your side, my C-suite mentor program may be perfect for you and your possible new second-in-command. Just visit the c to get started.